This Wolves radio update bringing in a bit of the latest from the ENS Wolves podcast as we hear from Nathan Judah and Liam Keane. I'm looking at all these teams above Wolves and I'm looking at them just constantly, constantly mess up. Losses, draws, losses, win, loss, loss, draw. And I'm thinking every week there's just that one extra game where you think just win this game. I tell you what, Kino, we're there again. Just win this game. (laughs) Just win this game. For me, um, let's look at it, okay? We've gone a little bit too early into the old Wolves chat, but it's fine because I am quite excited about Sunday. There will be teams that will have played two and perhaps three games more than Wolves by the time that Sunday comes. Now, if they have another good Saturday in terms of other results... They've got a great chance, and I know they've got some difficult games, and Wolves will have a big say in this title race, by the way. But if they can win at Burnley and then beat Brighton, I I think they're going to get into Europe, regardless of the last few fixtures, honestly. But for me, they have got to go win-win. I don't think a draw is good enough to go to Burnley and draw or get four points from those two games. I think it's win territory now in the three games. Obviously, Norwich at home and these two, and then see what they can do if they can get a result out of the big three when they've got Chelsea, Liverpool and Manchester City and get one result out of that. But if they can make three wins of these three three teams that are obviously way below them in the table, I think they've got a cracking chance looking at the way things are working out. It's the hope that kills you, isn't it? It's the hope that gets oh, you. I know, I know, I know. And uh, I, the thing is, I've been saying this all along because I really do think Wolves, even before the fixtures that have been pretty... Uh, favourable in the last mm. week or last weekend rather the Wolves were still in it yeah definitely still in it and you yeah. look at West Ham are very uh, preoccupied aren't they with, with Europa League very preoccupied away, but they're very preoccupied with that extreme they've lost to Brentford they drew with Burnley um, yeah <laughs> they um and, and of course, if they do win the tournament, they get into they get into the Europa anyway. No, they get into the Champions League, mate. Oh, sorry, Champions League, of course, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, I so think they, it was the Conference know, League, but it's the that, that's Leicester. Leicester yeah, gets exactly. the Europa League. Yeah, they yeah. Win. yeah, I mean, so they're they're dropping points and dropping like flies, to be honest, mate. And mm. you look at the fixtures as well. Um, West Ham's fixtures are very, very similar similar to uh, to Wolves. You swap yeah. out swap out Liverpool for Arsenal. Yeah, um, and that's pretty much the difference. I think they've also got Brighton. I think they've also got Norwich as well. So um, the fixtures are very, very similar. Um, and Brighton are the kind of team that if you beat them, excellent, and you need to kind of beat teams like Brighton. But Brighton can also upset teams. I mean, look when they went to Spurs. You know, they're they're no mugs. I think sometimes I think they're massively overrated, and I think sometimes the managers overrated as this genius. I think they're fine, but they always finish up twelfth to fourteenth or fifteenth. You know, they're not they're not incredible, but they on the day when they're at it, they can they can beat, they can pull pull up at one or two big results. So if Wolves can get past that game, beat them, I fancy Brighton to upset the party with some of the other teams. Totally, I, I think um, the thing is, there's going to be so many twists and turns between now and the end of the season. I mean, Wolves very well may lose to Burnley. They may go, they they might go and then beat. You know, Chelsea, City, or Liverpool. It's going to be. It's I going to be very, to, very tense. In these I don't think games. you can go to European football and go to Burnley on Sunday and lose the game. No, I, I agree. I do agree. But I'm just. I'm, I really do think that you know you, you can't give up on on even just a weekends of football at this point. Yeah. I think you have yeah. to get down to these final two or three games before you can say probably definitively where Wolves are are going to be. And even then, it might be difficult. Um, but I totally agree. You have to win Burnley, Brighton, and Norwich. Um, and of course, these two Burnley, Brighton are, are coming up back to back. 
um, which makes them even more important, really, um, having them back-to-back. And, and, you know, if you go to, to Burnley, who, by the way, Wolves have not beaten Burnley at Turf Moor mm. since 2010. Wow. Um, wow. You, <laughs> if you go there and win that home game on the 30th of April, Saturday, 3pm against yeah. Brighton, is a yeah. humongous game. Huge game. Um but it, it, you know, it, it depends how big it is on on really on Sunday. Um, I, I do agree with you that I don't think you can you can draw them. Um, but I think if Wolves do get a point on Sunday, depending on the the results on Saturday and elsewhere, it still may be good enough, which is crazy to say to be honest. But some, somehow Wolves are still in it. But then the frustrating thing is that they probably should have been six, seven, eight, maybe as high as ten points better off based yeah. on some of the. The games they've thrown away again. We had this discussion, you know, fairly recently. You can also say that you know they've gone away and beaten Spurs, gone away and yeah, beaten United, which you wouldn't expect. You know, if you're counting the points up at the beginning of the season, you wouldn't expect it. So um, it's uh, yeah, there's been peaks and troughs certainly, but it's frustrating when you look at some of the results. But somehow they're still there. They're still fighting for it. Um, another thing that that would be great and it would be huge for Wolves, I think, if they're going going forward is. The Chelsea game, okay, they got beat last night, but if they can wrap up top four pretty quickly, then they've got they've got other things on their mind. So it might not be a good it might be a pretty good time to play them, but you need them to be winning the next couple really, so they know they're in that top four. But Man City and, and the, the, I don't think the game has been announced yet. I'm pretty sure it's going to be around game week 36. I think it's going to be in and around that Chelsea game, maybe the midweek between Chelsea and Norwich. I, th- I think or, that's what it's going to be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it's looking like. And from what Pep Guardiola said, I think the other night, I think that's where, that's what's being planned. Now, if that is the case, it would be magnificent in the next two, two weeks or two game weeks, if for some reason, and I know they're not looking like it at this moment in time, but if one of Man City or Liverpool broke away, then... You know, it's getting down to those last couple of games, a Man City game. I mean, they might have the title sewn up. You know, it might be game over. So they've got other stuff to be going on. And Liverpool, you want either Liverpool to have won it or to be or to can't win it on the last game of the season. If the, if it's one of those two, then it could be a fantastic time to play them. So all of these three big sides, actually, yes, you could play them. They could be at their very very best, but they also have a lot of other things on their mind, and and some things might have already happened so they, they really you know this could be a game where they don't need to play a full strength side because of a b and c like you say there's a lot of things that have got to be got to be you know worked out but it actually might work out as a really good time i'm not saying of all to play all three but maybe two out of the three they might have their eyes on other stuff yeah it's definitely possible if i'm honest i think it uh, particularly city and liverpool it's probably not going to happen because i think they're both so good that it will go down to the wire but there's potential, and, and particularly looking at City, they, you know, Pep's been guilty of making strange team selections and, and too many changes on occasion. I think you look at the the, um, the FA Cup semi the other week. Uh, that I think it was a yeah a few strange decisions in there. And Wolves have got good pedigree against City in the last few couple of seasons um, at home as well, and they should have got a result away um, early in the season. So you know, there's plenty. To play for now. If you look at it on paper, as we say, yeah, you want to win those those three against the uh, so-called lesser teams. Um, but if Wolves can get you know back-to-back wins in, in uh, Burnley and Brighton coming up, mm. which is easier said than done, of course. But if of you course. can get that, 
they've got every opportunity going into every single one of those final four games I think um, yeah. obviously the, the other three are more difficult by uh, by definition but mm-hmm. Wolves are, are capable of getting a result they should have got a result against Liverpool earlier in the season last minute goal won them that got a draw against uh, Chelsea at home and Chelsea of course have dropped points occasionally here and there and, and did the other night there's chances here there's big chances here for Wolves and, um, and I think you look at the position they're in now, three points off West Ham with a game in hand. As I say, West Ham's fixtures are very, very similar. Um, I do think it will come down to to us, these two teams. I think United, albeit a pretty, a pretty terrible and inconsistent. I think they're pretty terrible. Wow, they are bad. I think I think they'll be. I think they'll just just about be all right. In, do you in know what? The I don't. I don't know one. Pl- I'm not sure whether one player, maybe just about Bruno, gets into Liverpool or Man City. I don't think any other Man United player gets into those two teams. It's, it's for me. It's not. It's not Bruno. It's it would still be Ronaldo for me that gets in. Um, but I think both. Off. But I can't. I can't put. I can't see Bruno getting into either of those teams. If you're asking me personally, yeah, it's uh, it's astonishing, really, isn't it? And and you know, you look at the squad. You look at Wolves. You look at Manchester United. You look at the best 11s that they're putting out. I tell you what. If I was putting a best eleven out of Wolves and Man United, it would it would be the majority of players would be Wolves. I tell you that, hundred percent. Oh, easily. Everybody's the, fit. No remember when we beat them? Uh, beat them one 0 away, and, and I said, mm. well, we both said after the game, Wolves is midfield too, far and away is oh, better than United's absolutely. midfield. It's not even close, and they yeah. were excellent that day, Neves and Moutinho, yeah. uh, and that says a lot. Well, one about how far United have fallen, but two, how far Wolves have come. Mm-hmm. No, I, I completely agree. Um, now, I know people will be surprised and stunned to know that uh, sometimes we do plan things in advance. And uh, I had a good one-minute conversation with you before we went on air, you know, about <laughs> stuff that I was uh, aiming to ask you today. Uh, throw that out the window, because I'm changing direction. So I'm putting you on the spot. Um, right. I want to talk about a player who is coming back into this side. We assume he's going back into this side. And, and it's going to be a crucial run in now, these last six games. Uh is the person who can bring back European football to this city uh, someone who's the talismanic striker that is Raul Jimenez? Is he going to be the guy? It's been a, let's be honest, and the most important thing is that he's playing and that he's healthy. But when he reflects on this season, it will be a frustrating season for him and probably a disappointment in, in terms of maybe goals and maybe the way that things have, have worked out two sendings off so obviously none really saw that one coming I mean the, the Man City one the first one was, was ridiculous um, but I think all of his own doing I think he was very very unfortunate for the second one but end of the day he's not finished two games this season he's missed a further two games um, it's it's catch up time and if Wolves are going to win these games they need a bit of magic they've got to look to your main striker they've got to look to the guy who's going to get the goals we need, we need a we need a really good positive top draw Raul Jimenez for the remainder of the season don't we I think if Wolves are going to make European football and what a story it would be it would be a great story <laughs> if he if he comes back in and he helps Wolves to to, to European football six games to go he's back he's massive in T for this do you think yes for I, this think so. I think he has to be I think he has to be no, you're right it'll be a frustrating season he'll look back on it um, hasn't scored enough goals hasn't been consistent enough within just performances in games Um but I don't think he's quite been as bad as some people make out. No. Um, to say, just you know, the people will go as far as to say it's he's not been the same since his injury, etc., etc. And it's taken him time, of course it has. But I don't think there's um, 
there's a you know all of a sudden a bad player there overnight. Uh, well, he's been involved in a third of Wolves' goals this season. Yeah, you know, exactly. got scoring or, or assisting. So you know, you can't. That's for a lot of other teams that that would be great. It's not prolific, but it, you know, you're playing week in week out. I think that there's maybe the standards that he's previously set himself because he's been so good. Um, I think he's fallen short. That may be disappointed, but he this season will do him the world of good to get back into it. Um, we can talk to a blue in the teeth, and we will do probably at the end of the season about bringing in strikers next year. Uh, you know, where where do they stand? Where does Raúl stand? What formation they can do? But for now, for these next six games, if I'm Bruno, I'm taking him aside and saying, Raúl, you're my main guy. No, no, um, doesn't matter about anyone else. You're playing these six games. You're playing the full ninety minutes. Go and win me. Go and get us top seven football. And I think Fabio has done very well. But I think you're right. I'd be surprised if if Raul doesn't come back in, and he's that main man. Um, not only for obviously his quality and, and and the threat he does pose in front of goal, albeit the goals haven't been quite as flowing as much as he'd like. But he links the play up so nicely defensively from set pieces. He's integral. Um, he he's a real linchpin for for Wolves' style um, as well as uh, I think a, a bit of a leader off the pitch as well. So um, it would be a it would be a great story if he came back and was able to, to fire Wolves to uh, to European football. And we know, having had a few years now of, of his quality on the pitch in a Wolves shirt, he's more than capable of doing that. More than capable. And Wolves have got, as we say, massive, massive games coming up against teams that are struggling. Um, and and the, the teams that have done very well, That I think he's also, uh, stats-wise, uh, impressed against also uh, mm. over the years. You know, he's got a... He's got a great opportunity here now, coming back in that frustration, hopefully, of the Leeds um, sending off and uh, and debacle, I suppose, uh, put aside. And he's got an opportunity to come back in fresh and ready to go. Was fresh is the most important thing. That's the right word because, you know, he has been rested. He has played a lot of football. He's obviously been to Mexico quite a few times. I mean, the amount of international breaks that, that we've had this season, it feels like it's been every other three weeks. But now no more until the end of the season now we really get going and I feel like he has had a break he's maybe maybe as much as you know mind and body I think to get back in and you need someone who's hungry now I get it's not all Raul because they need he needs service he needs quality service and I just wonder what that front three will be going forward because he's got to get quality service I think um Pedro Neto's another person who you know, we've seen him make one start. It was a surprise start, wasn't it, really? I think we all expect him to be half an hour here, 20 minutes here. But he has started a game. He had then conflicting reports from, from Bruno at, after Newcastle saying he's not ready to start a game, even though he kind of had done previously. I think it was before a little bit of a setback, wasn't it? But he's back into it now. Again, and we've got to see, I don't know exactly how fit he is. And I'm sure you'll ask him this, Bruno, in, in, the, in the press conference tomorrow. But... For me, if this guy can go 60 minutes, I want my best players playing for the rest of the season. So if he can play 60 minutes every game between now and the end of the season, or you know, two starts and one bench, I want Pedro Neto starting ahead of anybody. Couldn't agree more. Although that start that you're referring to was the Palace game at home. Yeah. And Wolves played uh, Pedence as a false nine and Neto. Mm. In. And it didn't work for a variety of reasons, but it also didn't work because Neto wasn't particularly great. Um, but I think, you're, yeah, I think I have to agree with you. You... If you if he's ready and he's fit and he can play 60, 65, 70 minutes, you start Pedro Neto because he is far and away probably the best uh, the best winger in. You can in bring Juan, you can bring Trincao, you can bring you know. There's all these players who can yeah. come on Chiquinho and, and and come on for the last 20, 25 minutes and still be useful to have in that side and maybe change your game or a good finisher to change it up. But if 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 Pedro Neto can give me sixty minutes on Sunday at Burnley, he one hundred percent starts for me and I'd start Pedence and I'd start. 
Trincao, sorry, I'd start Pedence, I'd, I'd start Raul, and of course, Pedro Neto. I think that's their front three. I think they've just got to make it work for me. Play your best it, front three. It would be my front three as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe, because uh, they had the open training session yesterday, um, mm. I don't believe Pedence actually was in training. Um, okay. And of course, he missed the Newcastle game. So it. it Sometimes they do leave players until later in the week as well before they bring them into training. So uh, it may be that he's in either today or tomorrow and potentially is ready for the game or it may be that he misses out on this game. Uh, hopefully we'll find out more tomorrow in the press conference. But just to bear, bear that in mind as well, that, you know, particularly also in Neto's fitness concerns, that he may he may be forced into a Trincao and a, and a Huang either side of the... Uh, of Raul. But, we, you know, we've seen... I, I know he's not been great recently, but you have seen Huang and, and Raul link up very nicely uh, this season at times as well yeah. I, I, there's, there's potential there in several different partnerships and, and front threes I think but for the most part it has to be a front three doesn't it and it has to be um, not necessarily a gung-ho approach but a uh, a, a positive and, and aggressive approach I think Wolves have got to take some games by the scruff of the neck and they've got to go there and and take the three points don't just whimper towards a, a point or, or, or snatch a win you've got to take the three points with both hands and if you can do that and set a marker, particularly on Sunday, moving forward for the last final game, five final five games, sorry, that's easy for me to say, after that, um, they're in a great position. Three points on Sunday, I don't think is, um, you know, it, I don't think it's crucial to the point where they don't get European football without it, but I think it's, it's huge if they do get it. For the full conversation, subscribe to the ENS Wolves podcast, where you get your podcasts as there's much more ahead as the season wraps up. This is Wolves Radio.